You're listening to Podcasting Made Simple, where we deliver weekly masterclass episodes to help podcast hosts and podcast guests elevate their podcasting game. I am your host, Alex Sanfilippo. Today's episode features audio from a session of the latest PodPros quarterly event. To learn more about the speaker in this episode, along with other helpful resources, including the video version of this episode and links to attend next quarter's event, please visit podpros.com slash 175. And now please enjoy today's episode. Are you a high-ticket coach, expert, or other service-based entrepreneur who is ready to grow to multiple six and seven figures and beyond, but who's also sick and tired of the feast or famine cycles of inconsistent sales? And maybe you hate the fact that in order to grow your business, it seems that you have to spend more and more of your precious time just marketing your business, which leaves you less time to actually help your clients. Hi, my name is Claudia Gabit, and today I'm going to share how you can use your podcast to create a continuous stream of warm leads for your high ticket offers and how you can monetize your show straight from the start without ads and without having to grow a large audience first. And I don't know about your current lead generation strategies, but chances are that you have been told by the gurus what I have been told too, which is that content marketing and selling on social media is the best way to sell your high ticket offers right now. So maybe you have created your own Facebook group and maybe you're doing live launch after live launch plus organic outreach and social selling. And if you do, I would love to know how this is working out for you right now. I'm honestly curious because from what I've seen, those methods just don't work as well as they used to. And they require more and more hustle to bring in those fresh leads. In fact, I've worked with a sales coach who told me to reach out to 150 new people on social media each day to start conversations and either get them into my Facebook group or directly on sales calls. And as you can probably imagine, that was exhausting. And maybe most importantly, it really wasn't how I wanted to spend my days. I just don't buy into the constant hustle mentality anymore. It's not that I shy away from hard work or that I'm not disciplined enough to follow a strategy like that. Actually, back when I was still working at university, I used to work 60 to 70 hours a week. And I grew up believing that I have to work very, very hard to achieve my goals and make a living. And that's what I did for a long time. But want to know where it got me? Well, I did finish my studies in the top 10%. I got scholarships. I got all the outer success. But I also got burnout, depression, panic attacks, and cancer. So when I was 28 years old, I got diagnosed with leukemia and my life almost ended. And that's when my definition of success slowly started to change. I mean, if you have all the degrees, accolades, all the money, all the recognition, but you don't enjoy your life, are you really successful? That's when I decided that there had to be another way, a way to live your life with more joy, fulfillment, alignment, and ease. And I slowly shifted my thinking from asking myself, what else can I do to achieve my goals to what can I stop doing and still achieve my goals? Or another great question I learned from Tim Ferriss is, what would this look like 
if it were easy. And this is such an important mindset shift because asking yourself what else you can do to achieve your goals will it would just result in those never-ending to-do lists in more complexity and in constant hustle because there's always something else that you could be doing right now to get you closer to your goals, right? So shifting that thinking toward what would this look like if it were easy helps you find those simple, elegant solutions that allow you to create more space in your life to do all the things that you want to do. So back to the sales coach. So I'm the same sales coach who taught me to reach out to 150 new people each day also suggested that I started my own podcast. I immediately rejected the idea because all I could see was more hassle and content to create, more content to create. So one thing I teach my clients as a mindset coach, though, is that it doesn't matter what you look at, it matters what you see. So at first, I did not see the huge potential in podcasting. I only saw it as another content distribution channel until I talked with a high-ticket business coach friend of mine who had recently started her a brand new podcast and who had already managed to leverage that podcast to bring in over 4 million in sales. And that is pretty impressive, right? I mean, she had a decent sized following in the 10th of, of thousands, um, but not like Tim Ferriss or Jordan Harbinger who have millions of followers. So her audience wasn't big enough to immediately make that kind of money by selling ads or sponsorships or doing some sort of affiliate marketing. That's when I got really curious and started to see how powerful podcasting could be for growing your business and that if you do it right, it could be so much more than just another content distribution channel. So the question was, what was she doing that allowed her to monetize her show straight from the start when the standard way to monetize your show was to grow this huge audience and then sell ads and sponsorships or your own products and services to your listeners? Traditional wisdom had it that it would most likely take years of hard work, dedication and consistency to grow such a large audience um, that you can then market to. They all said podcasting is a long game and you might never actually get to that point where you can make a decent amount of money from your show. And I mean, when you look at podcasting statistics, they are not overly encouraging, right? As you all know, pod fade is a thing and it's estimated that over 90% of podcasts actually stop producing content within just one year of their launch. And I recently looked up a statistic on Riverside FM and it said that the average podcast gets about 22 listeners per episode. <laughs> Ouch, right? There you are putting so much of your time, energy and resources into creating outstanding content and then you don't see a return on your investment. I mean, no wonder so many podcasters give up their show um, within a short amount of time. So if we look at podcasting through the lens of these traditional monetization strategies, it just might not seem to be a great use of your time, money or resources. But what if what we see through that lens is not the whole picture? What if there was a way to make this easy, to make it fun and to make it lucrative at the same time? I mean, that would be super exciting, right? 
So that's exactly what I wanted to figure out. And so I asked that business coach friend of mine how she had been able to pull this off. And here's what she said. She said, listen, it's very simple. You don't sell to your listeners, you sell to your guests. Bam, right? <laughs> My mind was blown. It all started to make so much sense. Because when you're selling high ticket, what do you need? Well, no matter what you're selling, you always need your potential client to know, like, and trust you, right? But while you can get away with um, automating a lot of your sales processes for, for your low and medium ticket office, selling high ticket is so much more personal. You need to make sure you um, lead with value and you create a genuine relationship first. So the next question would be, What's the easiest way you can think of to lead with value and to create a genuine relationship? And the surprisingly simple answer is a podcast interview. From a behavioral psychology point of view, what, when you're inviting someone to be a guest on your show, what you're really giving them is an increase in status and authority. You are helping them fulfill their desire to be seen as the leading expert and to share their expertise and message with more people, in this case, your audience. So to lead with value is not difficult if your show is positioned well and set up professionally. And then all that's left for you to do is to create an exceptional experience during the interview as a basis for a continuous and genuine relationship. Now, this is the tricky part. You never ever want to go into an interview with the mindset or expectation that you're going to sell to your guest on your show. You don't want your interview to turn into a sales pitch. That's not what your guest signed up for and it does not create a good experience for them. Instead, you really want to prepare your interviews with the intention to create the best possible experience for everyone. So when I prepare my own interviews for my show, I always ask myself two questions. Question number one is, how can I make this the best experience for my guest? And the second question is, how can I deliver the most value to my listeners? And this is just what I love so much about using your podcast in this way. It creates these win-win situations for everyone. So your listeners win, your guest wins, and yes, you win too. So remember, your podcast is not your sales tool, but it can be your relationship building and content creation tool. Does that make sense? It allows you to get direct access to those busy, high-level potential clients that you would otherwise not be able to reach. And once the connection is there, it's really up to you to deliver great value and to end an exceptional experience so that you can start building that genuine relationship. Because the thing is, if you want your show to support your business, you have to be very strategic and you have to be very intentional. You need to have the right podcasting concept and strategy. You need to be very clear on your messaging, your positioning, and your target audience. And all those puzzle pieces need to be aligned. And I know it can sound overwhelming at first, but it's actually way less intimidating than it sounds. Yes, if you've already started your show and it does not support your business right now, it might require you to go back and rethink what you've been doing so far. And yes, it might require you to go back and tweak your show concept. 
And I'm not gonna lie to you, it's a lot easier to set it up right before you actually launch your show than it is to tweak it and turn it around later on. Doesn't mean it can't be done though. And the worst case scenario, you just start a new show. And who knows, if you're still listening to this presentation and you're now seeing the huge potential in podcasting too, maybe the idea of launching a new show doesn't even sound that bad when you think about what it can do for your business. As our wonderful host Alex Sanfilippo mentioned in his last Creating a Brand podcast episode, sometimes we just need to let go of the good to make room for the great, right? So actually starting from scratch can have tremendous benefits and help you go from best kept secret to go to expert in your industry by launching your new show straight into the top 10 charts the way that I did too. I mean, it's not a secret that experts write books to increase their authority by becoming a best-selling author, right? If they have written a best-selling book, on a subject matter that kind of makes them the trusted authority in their field. It's social proof. It's a status upgrade if you want. Now, the same is true if you launch a top 10 podcast. It gives you that instant authority factor and social proof. And you don't even have to spend months or years writing and publishing that book. Plus, you don't have to wait for your potential clients to discover your bestseller and then to actually find the time to read your book. Podcasting allows you to be so much more proactive and get direct access to those potential clients. I mean, I recently talked with a super successful ultra high ticket business mentor who helps her clients sell packages for 25K and more. And she said, well, actually all you need in order to sell confidently at these price points are expert positioning, the right message, the right offer to market fit, and a way to build relationships with your potential clients. Well, I might add that mindset is a huge piece of it too, but all those outer things, they are all things that your podcast can help you with, right? So if the way that you have approached podcasting so far does not support your preferred lifestyle or your current business or the direction you want your business to take, then instead of just going through the motions and keep doing what we've been doing so far, simply because you don't want to quit something that you've started, just ask yourself, how can your podcast support your business right now? How can you make it more fun and less of a chore? And when you start approaching your podcast in this way, it becomes such a powerful tool for business growth. It can be your golden ticket that allows you to leave all that social media hustle behind, the constant outreach, the constant worry about creating new content, because if done right, your show attracts the right kind of people to you and it can become the main pillar of your content creation, allowing you to, to combine lead generation and content creation into one easy and enjoyable flow. And I mean, the podcasting industry is growing in leaps and bounds right now. I'm getting more and more emails from podcast booking agencies agencies who try to book their clients as guests on my show. So basically right now my guest list is continuously growing even without me doing any active outreach. 
And the idea I'd like you to take away from today is that your podcast is not just another way to put content out there. It can be so much more than just another content distribution channel. Especially if you're a high-ticket coach or service-based entrepreneur who wants to lead with value and create a non-sleazy sales system that is based on human connection and that does not require you to spend all day on social media, you can leverage your show to build authority and credibility as well as use it as your relationship-building tool and um, as a tool to attract those potential clients for your high-ticket offers. And this means when you set your podcast up right, you can monetize your show straight from the start and you don't have to hope and pray that someday your show will grow big enough or popular enough for you to monetize it via ads or sponsorships. So get back to your zone of genius, help your clients, do what you love, and let your podcast do the heavy lifting of lead generation and content creation for you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Podcasting Made Simple. If you enjoyed what you just heard, please share a screenshot or picture of yourself listening to it on social media. Be sure to tag us so we can follow you and also reshare it. Additionally, if you know someone who would benefit from listening to this as well, please send it their way. For show notes and resources from this episode, please visit podpros.com slash 175. Thank you again for listening and I'm looking forward to bringing you another masterclass episode next week.